You are interested in the unknown, the mysterious, the unexplainable. That is why you are here. We are gathered here as advisors, as scientists. The kind of place we expect a ghost to like to wander around. Hey, we all know that we're going down, baby. I'll help you. I'm something of a witch. Welcome to Mission Spooky. I'm your fantastic host, JC. With me today, as per usual, is the queen of everything herself, Kiki and our local cryptid expert, Cord. How you guys doing today? Doing great. Good to hear. Thank you so much for asking. You're welcome. Ah, this is a really upbeat day. (laughs) There she is. I thought she died. I grew tired of the many episodes of him going, how are you doing today? And both of us go, who's going to answer? So I took the initiative today. I'm doing great. We we should really roll for initiative uh, on each one. <laughs> ah, yeah. Oh, D and D jokes. Yeah. Wow. Um, I rolled a sixteen. Uh, yeah, oh. just just so you know. I don't have dice on my desk. Dude, I'm a bad D and D player. I, don't Dude, I was gonna say, do you even D and D? I rolled a, a sixteen with my beautiful metallic dice games. Liquid Core. I have this on TikTok if you guys want to join my TikTok. Well, it's Mission Spooky TikTok, but... You should have answered first then, because... What'd you roll? I rolled a 14 on the Google <laughs> Dice roll. <laughs> I, um, I held my action so that you could um, do your thing. I'm doing great. So it's been a while since we've recorded. At least I feel like it's been a while. I don't really understand the concept of time very well. But... um. Have you guys watched on Netflix the Fear Street series that came out? No. I've never even heard of that. So, so no. it's it's not a show. It's three movies that Netflix released part one on a Friday. Then they part, released part two the Friday after. And then part three the Friday after. And it I think it started like the first Friday of July. And it is pretty freaking good it was good it was enjoyable horror i definitely recommend it to everyone that enjoys watching people get put through a bread slicer i have not gotten to uh to that yet because my sister got married on the 17th and um i made 95 percent of everything for the dessert table which I did share with my foodie people on our Mission Spooky Instagram, because I know some people asked me about it. I said, yeah, I'll put it out there. But I can't help but wonder why we don't have any nice uh, desserts for me and JC. Well, I know. She's fucking rude, isn't she? There is a story behind that, JC, isn't there? Fucking rude-ass bullshit. Here's the thing. I have some ideas in my head, but um, they, I don't know. Execution-wise, I'm not really sure how that's going to go down. Yeah, we can actually kind of see each other now. I'm vaxxed. Yeah, me too. Duh. Because I'm not a piece of shit. Been vaxxed. Been vaxxed. Oh, shoot. I made a terrible mistake. Coming on the show today? I mean, <laughs> no. Yeah. That's a terrible, <laughs> I made a terrible mistake. Yeah, so the wedding went out, went off without a hitch. It was really awesome. And I drank a uh, just, yeah. It was a lot. It was a lot. Well, hey, Mission Spooky followed me. I did. That's a fucking big get. Fucking big dick energy there. Big ups. I heard that podcast is going places. (laughs) Yep. Right into the ground. I'm just kidding. Um, Oh, I just got my tornado warning. Ah, son of a bitch. Extreme alert. It's like stopped raining. <laughs> yeah, it hasn't even. Yeah, it's not even like hardly doing anything. The wind isn't even blowing that hard, but whatever. Yeah, so we're recording this in the middle of a, a thunderstorm. A tornado thunderstorm, which in the in the hilly Pennsylvania area is kind of rare. So what are we talking about today? Huh? So, yeah, I think we're just going to jump into it today. So... This is going to be like a, one of those weird episodes. I had in my head what I wanted to do, and then I started researching it, and now it's become something totally different. But I think it also is going to kind of address a problem that 
I know that JC, you've had this problem within the paranormal community. <laughs> I'm ready to get my boxing gloves on. I don't even know <laughs> what the fuck we're talking about. I'm ready. <laughs> yeah. Also, I'm really pissed off at the paranormal community, quote unquote, um, in general. Uh oh. So this episode started off with me researching the Easton Library here in Easton, Pennsylvania. Oh, is that where Easton is? In Pennsylvania, yes. What the fuck, dude? Wait, do you know that Easton is called Easton because it's the most east in Pennsylvania? Oh, God damn it. No. (laughs) That's a callback to one of our very first episodes that we also put the gabosh on. Apparently, Easton is not as haunted as everybody fucking wants it to be. They're like desperate for hauntings in Easton. They sure are. And it's a bunch of shit. But the Crayola factory is there, so that's that's good. Here's something I've noticed. Okay, so I did some vacationing recently, and touristy towns are always the most haunted places. And I think it's a fucking conspiracy. Except for New Hope. New Hope. Is that Connecticut? New Hope, Pennsylvania. Oh my god, dude. Why do I, Why am I thinking New Hope, Connecticut? So even Pennsylvania, bro? Isn't that a Star Wars movie? <laughs> <laughs> so... Anyway, I like just got that fuck. <laughs> Sorry, I, I had Easton in my head and I was like, what does that have to do with Star Wars? Oh, ha, okay. Anyway, touristy places. Come on, JC. I think it's a scheme. Yeah. That scam. all these like like it 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 how's every house, at least one house on a every block haunted? Just because someone fucking died someplace doesn't mean it's fucking haunted. I I don't want to go into many details because I don't want to, like, get shit. But I recently went on a ghost tour. Too late. (laughs) In a city in a touristy town. You can name it. I don't want to. Because there's only, like, three ghost tours in there. And I don't want that kind of bad shit. Oh, no. Wait till we get to Charleston, South Carolina. I'll be happy to talk about how stupid that was. Go ahead. So, and for the most part, I really enjoyed the ghost tour. It was a very, like, educational history. Like, that's why I went. I wasn't expecting to see a ghost or anything, like, actually haunted. I just, like, wanted the the the, the murdery history of the town. Yes. And I got that. I learned a lot of people have been murdered there. But one of, like, the houses, they built it, and then somebody did some nefarious shit in it, and then somebody else bought the house and moved the house to a different location in the town like they picked it up and moved it but whenever you do that in a house with especially with a house built in the 1800s it's not like they had like building codes and shit and all the complaints of this house being haunted could easily be explained by well they picked it up and moved it and now it's it's just didn't fucking settle right like you you built it Probably not like super well. And then you fucking picked it up and moved it and put it over there and probably shit moved you fuck. Like everything about this house could have easily been explained as that's not a ghost. That's you did construction wrong. Doors opened. Sometimes people feel a breeze. And you have air conditioning or windows open. Like nothing's like somebody saw something. It was just so sad. Other than that, I, I really did enjoy it. Most of the, like, the sightings and stuff were like, maybe you just saw someone walking around wearing weird clothing. Did you ever think about that? Well, they were wearing like 1920s clothing and they were a solid apparition. So you saw a person wearing a trench coat at night? Wowzers. No one does that. Right? Like, oh. JC with the hot take over here. It's all right. This is actually what we're going to be talking about. Perfect. Oh, I'm glad I could assist. But yeah, otherwise, it was a really nice time. The lady was very nice. Uh, it was also uh, on a trolley, so I didn't have to walk, which was a huge bonus. Oh, I hate walking. <laughs> 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 on to the done with me bitching. Well, it's just going to be me bitching now, so. I mean, I'll bitch too, but about that specific thing. What we're talking about today, among other things, is places where there were cemeteries. And now there are other things and whether or not they're actually haunted or not, because I'm kind of in agreement that just because someone died there does not mean or someone was buried there does not mean that it's actually haunted or even has the potential to be haunted. 
so the Easton Library is a really famous one in this area because everybody knows, well, or I say most, most people who live in Easton know this, for the sheer fact that there are two tombstones and two burials, right? They're, they're intact right outside the library. They were not moved. Everyone else had been moved. The original burial ground was the First Reformed Church. Uh, it's now called the First United Church of Christ, and it's on 3rd Street near the former Easton YWCA. Uh, the library acquired the site in 1902. The cemetery was filled to capacity at the time. There was a lot of neglect, weeds, grass everywhere covering the past. Like Nothing was taken care of anymore. And you're going to see this as a continual thing in the next two places I'm going to talk about. This is where the cemeteries are in disrepair. No one's caring for them. And the city has to basically step in and decide, like, what are we going to do here? So in this case, they're going to build a library. They used a list of plot holders that they had at the time. And they would disinter the caskets and reinter them in another cemetery. Since they had the list, they could go down this list and make sure all the names were accounted for. There were 30 bodies that were never claimed at the time. They even had people who came in from New York to help dig out bodies and uh, help relocate them and figure out who they were, too. And the idea was that in this case, everything was done by the book very neatly, very orderly. Right. The interesting part I thought about this, too, is that there were a lot of Italian immigrants who came from New York to do this work. And there was a note about how religious they were in taking care of the bodies, that they would always offer prayers up if they had to place the remains in a different box or if they moved them into another vault, they would always say a prayer over them, which I thought was very nice. After everybody was recovered, a lot of them were put into a vault, which does happen quite frequently, where they make they they create this huge vault and then they that's underground and then they put all the bodies in there you know either stacked up or or what have you because at this point a lot of these people they're from older families but no one's really going to visit the gravestone anymore which was also part of the problem nobody was noticing how bad off the cemetery was there's two though that get left there and that is elizabeth morgan who was a legendary figure in easton at the time of her death. Um, she's a really cool lady who I might just do a little side mission on her little side history. She's just really cool lady. And also there's a hill, Morgan Hill Road is actually called Mammy Morgan's Hill in Easton, uh, named after her. So she's still there. And then there's also William Parsons grave is still there. And he's the surveyor who surveyed the land along the Delaware and the Lehigh River for William Penn. So those are the two that you're going to see that are still on the ground. Everyone else, like I said, was actually moved, very orderly, nobody was missing. The only other thing that happened on this ground that was a little weird was in 1995, they were doing some excavation to put in a parking lot, and they found three headstones that had not been removed. They were actually buried underground. And they had the names of those people, Jacob Young, Susan Ripple, and Margaret Y. Just why sometime in the 1800s and and then what uh easton did was they put the gravestones up in the library and had them there and then if somebody could come claim them then they you know would claim i did not do the follow-up on that one to find out if they were actually claimed or not because it was just the headstones the bodies had definitely been removed that was some sort of error that happened as far as getting rid of the headstones wait 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 so in this situation they moved the bodies, but not the headstones. They missed three headstones out of all of them. Which is the opposite of what happened <laughs> yeah. in the classic movie, The Poltergeist, yes. where they <laughs> yeah. moved the headstones, but they did not move the bodies. Yeah, well, we're going to get to a couple more of those, though. <laughs> just, just hold oh on to your God. pants. <laughs> oh, no. Uh, you mean that whoops. doesn't just happen in 80s horror movies? <laughs> oh, no. No. <laughs> Kiki, why? Continue on. Whoopsies. <laughs> yeah, whoopsies. So kudos to Easton, who actually did their due diligence and only missed three headstones somehow. Here's the thing. Bodies were moved successfully. Two of them are kept there because they're very famous people for, you know, for Easton. But the library is built. And since then, people will say that the library itself is haunted. They will say that they swear that um, Elizabeth Bell Morgan, also known as Mammy Morgan, haunts the place. <laughs> that her ghost is the one responsible for strange occurrences, wait for it, such as doors and cabinets opening and closing. That's it. 
A lot of that, once again, can be easily explained by, okay, a screw is loose in the hinge for the fucking door or cabinet. Secondly, your floor might not be level, which if it was built before, or honestly, because contractors are usually not the best at their jobs, I'm no, not trying to throw shade. I was a contractor for a while. I get it. You're doing a job. You're trying to get it done as quickly as possible. Somebody else fucked something up and now you got to do your fucking best. So like not every floor is always fucking level. Okay. We get it. You're just covered in hot takes today, JC. Yeah. Yeah. This is a good subject for JC to be on. So you know why my cabinet doors swing open? Humidity. Yes, humidity. Oh, My cabinet doors swing open because we get big bags of rice and they don't fit all the way in the cabinet. So they just kind of keep the door from closing. That's a possibility. Yeah. So the takeaway from here, though, is, guys, <laughs> if you talk to any of the library workers and, and assistants and volunteers, they will all say that this is a total bunch of, wait for it, bullshit. Whoa. And that the library is not haunted at all. Imagine that. Imagine, Imagine that. I feel like that's a debunk. Debunked. So this sent me, of course, down a rabbit hole, as often our research does, <laughs> to where I realized that, um, well, this wasn't going anywhere, right? There's nothing here. There's nothing, there's nothing sexy here. There's no ghosts really here. Whoa, whoa, whoa. I'm right here. Okay. Libraries are sexy, but not the, the there's no sexy ghost story, though. Just the sexy books. I mean, I'm sexy. Shut up. Are you too sexy for your shirt? Too that it hurts? Sure, yeah. <laughs> anyway, what I did find out was that there are a ton of places in Philadelphia that are just, you know, plowed over cemeteries. <laughs> it's great. <laughs> you probably haven't thought about it. You're walking down any major city and you're probably thinking to yourself, you know, oh, it's a street. Yeah, except that street wasn't always there. That street was probably something else and was probably a cemetery. Like one of the biggest problems that we have in the entire country is where the hell we're putting all the dead people. And it's like back in the 1800s, they they didn't know that there'd be almost 8 billion people on the planet. (laughs) Yeah, There weren't that many then. They didn't know that fucking Philadelphia would essentially become a five county city. They just didn't. They didn't know. They were like, put it at the outskirts of fucking town. That'll do. And then town kept growing. They needed more. Like, it happens. So I'm going to talk about my favorite one first. Well, you know, favorite as in, wow, talk about it. Just a massive fuck up. Lafayette Cemetery. Now, Philadelphians will probably recognize that name and may actually know some of the legend around it. About the mid to late 19th century, many of the cemeteries within the city were already full. Just let that sink in. Okay. Uh Uh-oh. And on top of them being full, a lot of them were overgrown, in disrepair, having headstones knocked over, just not good. A lot of the churches within the city would have an extension of that out in the suburbs, like the extension of a a cemetery outside the city in the suburbs, right? And so we start seeing a trend of moving entire cemeteries within the city outside the city and relocation of graves, okay? Lafayette is one of those, right? There was an interesting article that was talking about how Mayor Kenny's rebuild program kind of re-sparked the interest to and like where a lot of these playgrounds came from, for example, within the city. And as any Philadelphian will know, the rebuild program is built on the back of the beverage tax that was placed uh, a few years back. That beverage tax is on soda, anything that's considered like a non-essential drink. And a lot of that was supposed to be used to improve the libraries, recreation centers, and playgrounds. You mean they're going to take something that's unhealthy for us, tax it, and put it into things that are healthy for us and our children to use? Yes. Holy shit! What a great idea! Absolute bullshit. I bet you no one, no one got super pissed off when that became a law. No, no one did. It went through... No one was angry. I could kill somebody right now. (laughs) (laughs) One of the first ones on the list is Capitolo Playground. And I hope I'm saying that right because I just don't even care about that pronunciation, honestly. I just don't. It's C-A-P-I-T-O-L-O, Capitolo. That's how I'm saying it. On 900 Federal Street. And 
it just happens to be kind of right across catty corner to uh, Pat's and Gino's steaks. Everybody knows those guys, right? Pat Which one do you prefer? Oh, God, we've been over this. Um, I say Pat's. Which one's the blue one? Every time. Every single time. Because <laughs> I prefer the blue one over the orange one. <laughs> I always forget which one is which, but I like the blue one. Oh, shit. How about this one? Are you ready? Are you ready for this one? Are you ready for the super hot take? Yeah. Neither. Neither of oh, them. Shit. They both oh, suck. Oh, shoot. A boy. They're, they're both tourist spots. They are. They are. They are. Yeah, they let's are. Be, let's be real here. Anyway, so Capitolo Playground used to be Lafayette Cemetery. Lafayette was established in 1828. It was a cemetery that was only supposed to hold 14,000 bodies. They probably filled that in like 10 years. But by the end of World War II, not only did the cemetery hold 47,000 bodies. Oh, But it had fallen into, guess what, disrepair. <laughs> because no one was taking care of it. And it eventually was condemned by the city in 1947. And a lot of this is going to be in air quotes. All 47,000 bodies were moved to Evergreen Memorial Park in Ben Salem, Pennsylvania. The owner of the Evergreen Park was Thomas Morris. And to this day, this incident is considered one of the worst examples of attempting to remove bodies to a different location. Like in our in our area. The city apparently contracts with Thomas Morris in 1947. He says he's going to relocate all of the Lafayette Cemetery remains with caskets, bronze markers, roadways, and perpetual maintenance of the grounds. I'll let you guys guess of whether or not he actually did that or not. I'm going to say he, he definitely did because taking care of our deceased and our loved ones who are gone is obviously something that's incredibly important. If he did, we probably wouldn't be talking about it in this episode, huh? <laughs> or maybe I wouldn't be talking about it in this way. <laughs> 40 years later, construction work began adjacent to the memorial park where the bodies were supposed to be. And it uncovers a couple of unmarked burials. So this leads people to examine the, the site further. And what it revealed was a few dozen 300 foot long trenches where they just stacked wooden box upon wooden box and every single one of them contained human remains. Ew. He had not done anything he promised, but not only that, apparently the city didn't really check behind him. I'm trying to figure out how the hell do you just believe a dude? And then like no one goes out to the Memorial Park to see if there are bronze markers and roadways and this perpetual maintenance that he promised. So I think that's why it's considered one of the biggest debacles between the city and a contractor dealing with actual removal of dead bodies. It's pretty strange where it's just like, hey, did you did you do that thing we asked you to do? And he's just like... Yeah. yeah, I definitely did. Yeah, totally. I totally took care of all that stuff. All those bodies. There were so many bodies down there, dude. I lost count. I couldn't even tell you how many were, uh, you know, down there. Yeah, right. <laughs> A Parks and Rec manager kind of talking about the playground redo, because like I said, it's it was on the list. I think it's already done now, but it was on the top of the list to have the taxes used to redo it and it's supposed to be really cool for the kids right but given the number of graves that had to be removed and the fact that the contractor who carried it out was so damn shady even today the parks and rec people talking about this particular playground are like oh no there's probably still bodies down there there's no fucking way that he moved all forty-seven thousand people if he didn't even like, he just dug trenches and just laid them in there and then just covered it up and then walked away. Is it haunted, though? Like, is it really creepy or is it, you know, the playground's really nice. I would say looking at it, you don't really get creepy vibes from it. And if you think about it in terms of, like, how many wars there have been all over the state, the, the states between, like, the Civil War and the Revolutionary War, chances are you're probably stepping over dead bodies, like, every day. Right? It is what it is. Except this one apparently does have a little bit of haunting attached to it. 
So several people have come across at least one apparition that will occasionally hang out at Pat's and Gino's. Apparently, he is wearing a suit. It has blood stains on it. And he's an older gentleman. And when he comes up to someone that he usually picks somebody that's like sitting alone or maybe with just one other person. And there are tables that are outside, right? At Pat and Gino's. Like either either steakhouse you go to, they have like the tables out front. Sure. You sit down there by yourself or like one other person. And sometimes this guy will just come out of nowhere. Like you don't realize where he's come from. He could have been like walking from behind you or even to the side and you're eating and talking. So you don't recognize where he came from. He'll sit down and he looks like a, a person in this suit with this blood stained suit and then like blood on his forehead and stuff like it's dried Mm -hmm. and he'll just stare straight ahead and then like just get up and walk away and like nobody really remembers where he went or he doesn't say anything at all that's weird and what i think is interesting the people who have had this experience did not know that what they were seeing was a ghost they were like dude i thought it was just a person and yet i was a little off put by the fact that his stuff was dirty and it wasn't until he walked away that i realized that oh my god i think that was blood like i wonder if he's okay but then they go to find him and they can't find him right they had no idea that across the street that playground used to be a cemetery interesting right so there's no preconceived idea of oh this area is haunted or there's no you know nobody nobody knows about it that piques my interest as far as a haunting in an area where there were bodies that were supposed to be moved but then we don't know where they all moved seriously like probably not yeah yeah that's not that's definitely not like an ideal situation and i'm i don't know i'm conflicted if that would lead to hauntings because i just don't think like if you're a dead person i don't think you're gonna necessarily haunt your grave because why the fuck would you i don't know maybe you're a goth kid and you like graveyards yo true fucking got me there wow fucking pwned that'll be me still say pwned I will haunt no. my own gravesite because I just like graveyards. <laughs> and since I know where I'm going to be buried, it's a really nice graveyard. <laughs> I feel like I would just so I could be that guy that like <laughs> future generations of people like me and JC are just constantly running into in the graveyard. Just, oh, he's already standing right here. <laughs> That's fair. So another one um, that pops up a lot is... <laughs> I don't even know. I don't think... Let me preface this by asking this question. Um, did you listen to last podcast on the left, the uh, the moon cave one? I did. I have not listened to last podcast on the left since at least the beginning of the year. God damn it, JC. I have. I'm. I'm a piece of shit. Well, I knew this. That doesn't stop you from listening to podcast. <laughs> okay, so listen, listen. All all I'm gonna say is that this could have been your Henry Zabrowski moment, because I don't know if I'll be able to talk about this place without laughing like a 12 year old. It's just dumb. It's dumb. I can't. Uh, Okay. In some cases, you have to go back a century or more to get the correct information. And apparently, I think it was 1953 that I saw was the official year that you absolutely had to keep track of everyone in a cemetery with actually really good records uh which is why when we talked about one of the cemeteries in our other episode it was so well documented it was really cool it was the one where the native americans came into philadelphia and they died they were cared for and buried at the cemetery in philly and you know there's all these notations about everything about them which is really cool that they did that because you didn't really have to until like 53 i think it was crazy so that is one of these situations so this is a relocation that was incompletely done and it's at the William Dick School. <laughs> right? <laughs> <laughs> it's just I'm sorry, the what? <laughs> yeah, Billy, it's this is Billy Dick's Billy Dick School. William Dick School. Well, I'm in Dick's. It's on twenty fifth and Diamond in Strawberry Mansion area of Philadelphia. Whoa, 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 whoa. You mean to tell me that you can go to Dick's on Diamonds? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Mm. that school was built in in 1954 with a very unfortunate name and i just don't mm. 
You say unfortunate, I say very fortunate. Now, a portion of this was built on the Odd Fellows Cemetery. <laughs> I just I love the Odd Fellows. They were, again, supposedly moved four years before then and relocated to Mount Peace Cemetery. But that's not 100% true because when they were trying to do what they call a greening project, right? Like making things nicer over at the Dick School's playground. In 2013, they found... Wait, you can go to a playground um, with with dicks? Or do you (laughs) learn about dicks at the playground? I'm just confused about the dicks and the playground. Is this an adult-themed playground, or are kids allowed to be there? Because I don't think that's appropriate. I don't think that's appropriate either. We Um, should not have all these kids around dicks. Nor should we have all these dicks around kids. It just does not make sense to have them together. Well, I will tell you that at the William Dick School, children are their priority. (laughs) I hope that's not the real motto. (sighs) Here at Dick's, our priority is getting inside your child's mind. Oh, God. I was going to like. Stop. Stop. No, I made it worse. Abort. 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 <laughs> this is beautiful. <laughs> yeah, I just wanted to know, like, you know, their programs. Wowie. So they're, they're starting to do the playground in 2013, and they found 28 burials on the site. Yeah. Even as someone whose name was clearly stamped on the coffin. And here's the kicker. It's a good thing that it was, because guess what? According to the records, he's buried at Mount Peace Cemetery. (laughs) (laughs) No, he ain't, brah. He's buried under Dick's playground. (laughs) Oh, whoopsie. Oh, boy. Yep. Wow. Yep, yep, yep. Now, again, I didn't... Okay, on this one, no hauntings, though. Okay. Nothing too creepy going on. The last one, the last one that I'm going to talk about today. There's more. At the end of this, I just want you all to remember that everywhere that you walk in Philadelphia probably has a dead body buried under it somewhere. Okay. And most of that is mainly because it's fucking Philly. Don't ask questions. Okay. Fuck around. Find out. See what happened to that fucking robot that visited Philly. Go birds. Hey, hey, go birds. Hold on. That robot deserved what he fucking got. No, no. That robot was a mafia hit. They killed him in Jersey and then they just dragged his dead ass over to the Schuylkill. We know what happened in Jersey, man. We know. I completely forgot about that robot getting fucked up. In Philly. <laughs> I didn't. I think I recently Never saw a meme about it. Never forget. <laughs> Good birds. <laughs> ghost, ghost story guys had, had the meme on. Brennan, Brennan shared that. <laughs> Yeah, I'm just thinking of like a scene from the fucking Godfather. <laughs> yeah, the robot made it on a turf. Make sure he doesn't get out alive. <laughs> yeah, because it was it was like the Canadians are all like, he made it across Canada. No one killed him. He gets to Philly dead. <laughs> I was like, yeah. I would like to say at this time that we have a lot of Canadian listeners and we love every single one of you. As and long also, as you're not a fucking robot. And please go listen to Ghost Story Guys because they're amazing. I'm a Canada. I just don't send your robots to me. I will fuck it oh up. Oh my god. <laughs> this is off the rails now. Okay, let me really back in. So this weird ass name Wakako. Wakako? Wakako. Yeah. I don't really know this one that well, so this is a part of Philly I'm not like that familiar with. Wikako, playground. This is a playground again. Philadelphia playgrounds and cemeteries. It's a great thing. This one's really messed up. So the brief history behind this area is that, yeah, I don't think the history is not going to be that brief. All right, here's the thing. It was an African-American cemetery. Oh. It was an African-American cemetery. It became like not taken care of. They were going to do construction over it and they were going to put in this playground. What's with the playground? Uh, I know I'm talking about it. it's like weird. It's just it's, it became the playground episode. It was just bizarre. So um, so this is the Bethel burial site. The cemetery itself was named for the Mother Bethel A.M.E. Church, which was from 1810 to 1864. 2015, they finally nominated it to be a Pennsylvania Historical and Museum site. 
and to be on the National Registry of Historic Places. Because guess what? A lot of super important African-Americans are buried at this site. You know, of course, they didn't care. They, being white folks, didn't give a crap. So we're talking like 8,000 black folks are probably still buried in this location. At one point, they did try to find as many as possible to relocate. For example, Ignatius Beck was interred here. He was a free black man who, very much like Solomon Northup from 12 Years a Slave, he was tricked and forced back into slavery. And we had, we had talked about that in one of our episodes back about black folks, even in the North, were constantly tricked back into slavery or, or kidnapped back into slavery. Damn. While he's enslaved, he helped construct the Capitol building in 1789. And then he later becomes the chairman for the Produce Society of Philadelphia, which spearheaded boycotts against anything that, that remotely looked like slave labor. One of the things to remember here, too, is the reason why there was this separate African-American burial site is because during this time period, black folks couldn't be buried with white folks. So it's kind of like this perfect example of how you've forced these people to have their own place, right? And then you just don't give a shit and you decide to take that over too. Like you're, you're not happy enough with the fact that they've already have to be in a separate place because you've said they have to be. But now you're also going to fuck up the place that you made them have in the first place. You know what I mean? It's like, <laughs> fuck white people. That's, that's, that's the takeaway. Yeah, so they had to start excavating and um, trying to remove as many people as they could. But um, there are probably, a, the approximate number is somewhere around like 28 or just over 2,800 black men, women, and children who are still buried on Queen Street. And there is a playground there. <sighs> there's a playground there and um in 2019 so just recently there was finally a historic marker put up now if you go on twitter and you look up how this marker gets put up finally uh-huh. the comments are what i think is funny but like the one of the first ones was like prepare to be haunted I mean, <laughs> you know <laughs> it's not like they put the bodies there and then put the, the they were always there <laughs> right right but i guess it's kind of like the disrespect of like, well, we're just going to keep doing what we're doing. Yeah. Screw it. We're just going to, we're just going to put this. Other people were like, I'm not letting my kids play that close to where dead bodies are. Sure. And so, because some people feel that way, you know, well, they probably should because it's supposed to be hallowed ground, supposed to be sacred ground. And now you've just put a fucking playground right, right there. And then my other favorite was like, oh, nothing bad's going to happen here. (laughs) Um, I'm like, yeah. I don't know. Like, I, I understand that there is only so much room that people are going to have. But I think with this case, with it being an African-American area, very clearly the rules were not followed for that reason, because it was African-Americans who were buried there and they just didn't give a shit. And that's what's so annoying. And then it's just like, well, we'll just we'll just put this thing here and it'll commemorate them. And then we're still going to build our playground, though. Okay. Ah! Now, speaking of putting playgrounds in just weird-ass places, since we somehow managed, managed to get on that during this, I just found out right before we began recording. Okay, so you guys probably know about Penhurst, the hospital. I am aware of the Penhurst. Same. Yes, I am aware of the Penhurst. Oh, Penhurst, right? So it's, it's a boarding school and hospital. It became an asylum, and people were brutally and barbarically treated there. It was just absolutely horrible unnecessary injections they put children in cribs and then tie them to cribs it was fucking horrible uh keep that in mind the all the terrible things that happened to actual children at the asylum because there's a playground there yep do you guys know that because i did i did not know that until literally like five minutes before we got on mic no i didn't know that (laughs) yeah yeah like why why i feel like um that's probably i'm you know, again, we we didn't do an episode yet on Penhurst. We probably should. We'll get around to it. Maybe that'd be like a Halloween episode. Yeah. But like three yeah. Halloweens from now. <laughs> well, it's just that a lot of people have covered Penhurst. A lot of people have covered asylums in general, how terrible they are. And actually, historical AF that I was on recently, if you guys go check that out, because I did a whole thing on fairy tales. Very, very cool. Kina is a specialist in asylums. 
around uh i think the south is more like her specialty but anyway yeah so that might be a cool episode to also have her come on and talk about that if she knows about penhurst because oh my god like just the shit that they did to people alone like i just feel like if there's any if there's any residual energy left that's trapped there it's gonna be somewhere like that sure you know but hey let's let's put a, put a playground on there hey get them spooked early man get them haunted early <laughs> get them haunted early oh man yeah so have those ghosts following you home right from the fucking beginning dude so so far nobody has said anything about that lap not the pen the penhurst playground people say they feel weird and they they swear they hear children screaming and crying and all that but the um we wait we playground so far no actual haunting stuff but you never know i'm gonna do a little bit more research on those areas and see if there you know if there is any sort of connection to anything else but anyway anyway yeah, fucked up, man. I don't I don't get the uh I know you need like space to do stuff, but like why don't you just leave the fucking cemeteries alone? Well, honestly, cemeteries are a huge waste of fucking space and we shouldn't be doing that anyway. Yeah. Sure. Put me in a boat and set boat a fire in it doesn't even have to be in the ocean. Just just set just put me in a boat and set it on fire. Dude, use me for science. Launch me in the sun to see what happens. I don't care. <laughs> or that one of those two options i'd be okay with but also i'm dead so who fucking gives a shit yeah sell my body parts on the black market i don't care just give them away to homeless people also don't care hey you need a hand here you go oh, oh shit, shit. <laughs> help a cannibal get his favorite dinner i don't give a shit yeah I'm dead. you want some small dick soup i'm in he's not gonna get a lot of it but nope wow (laughs) and on that note our uh, musical guest today is Antipole from Norway I'm so excited about this band too we're gonna be playing some of their music later on as well like into October this one is called All for Nothing I think it's kind of perfect for this theme right and that is off of their album A Haunted Place and that is available on Bandcamp and can listen to it on Spotify as well. When we get back, we'll do a quick Spooky Squad news. Until then, Antipole. <laughs> As I've said on our TikTok like a million times, Cord and I are going to be doing soil sessions. We're going to start recording that at the end of August. We'll start releasing that in early September. Some of that, some of the reasoning behind that is because it does involve um, growing things. And for example, on TikTok, I just went over how to grow fava beans in a container. And we'll see how that goes. So this one's kind of an experiment because I've never done fava beans in general, and I certainly haven't done them in a container, but it says it can be done. So we're tr- t- I'm testing that out. We're going to be doing beans first and beans. <laughs> talking about growing beans a little bit. And then also the magical properties behind certain types of beans. Here's a quick spoiler alert for how to grow beans. 
fence them in. So <laughs> yeah. animals don't eat your pigs. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I'm actually working on a fence currently. Very unsuccessful garden to this year because animals ate my beans. Yep. But we'll get into it. JC and me and sometimes Cord also have a new segment that we are in the middle of recording now, which is the... <laughs> like Do we know? Did we name it? Like, I don't even know if we fucking named it properly. I have to work on that. And a, and a logo. The thing with the book and the the animals. Yeah. It is comparing D&D creatures to their quote-unquote real-life counterparts. Ooh. I was in the process of doing a second episode, uh, writing it up, and uh, then I got real tired. I was hey. going to say that you fell asleep, you dick. <laughs> I got Real sleepy. <laughs> I've got some more Get Geeky with Kiki that will be dropping. By now, the next one would have been our interview with Ben, the DM who just did our Horde versus Cryptid Yay. episode. Wait, was Ben the one I was there for? Yeah. He's a fun guy. He's a good guy. Listen to that episode. It, it was a lot of fun, guys. We should replace JC with him. I mean, what? I mean, <laughs> honestly, I wouldn't even be mad. <laughs> yes, you would. I'd yeah. be really sad, but not mad. <laughs> the good news is that Ben had such a great time with us that he's definitely doing at least one more where he comes on and is the DM for Cord. Yay. And um, I've got a really huge idea in my head for something fun also to do with Cord versus Cryptid. That might involve um, a giveaway for our listeners. Uh, yeah. And possibly designing something really effing cool that um, we would partner with, wait for it, a dice maker. Ooh. Yeah. Ooh. If yeah. they send me dice, I will literally suck their dicks. I will let the guy know that I want to do. Yeah, all I'm going to say is that JC and Core just sucked a whole bunch about dick sucking, and I'm taking that out. You can pay for that. <laughs> That's what's going on OnlyFans. Yes. <laughs> you pay. Um, anyway, yeah, so so we'll see where that goes. Should we mention that I'm also in the process of writing a segment? <sighs> then there's the other, other, other segment. All the segments. <laughs> I'm not really sure how that's going to go down. I'm, I don't know anything about what what cord wants to talk about so it's just going to be like whatever but it does absolutely fit under the uh mission spooky because you're just like we're doing all kinds of spooky shit the stories involved are so freaking cool and Mm -hmm. most of them are like uh you ran into me and you fucked up so now you're dead (laughs) right i love it that you made a terrible mistake or it's like show me your penis and i'll laugh and then you can leave oh, oh, <laughs> it's like, hey. oh okay <laughs> definitely need to read that one yeah it's a those ones not that one. <laughs> oh, oh, okay <laughs> even better uh so i will say on the on the one that jc and i are doing this D related might have some guests depending on how that goes down Ooh. Okay. Me. Surprise, JC. Other than Ooh, I'm interested. <laughs> I'm a great guest. And then on the one that Cord and I are doing, I am definitely going to have at least one guest, and he might be reoccurring depending on how that goes down. He also has a cooking channel <gasps> on Twitch. Is he I just I just have to I just have to like actually message him and ask him if he's interested. Is he gonna I am like the worst podcast friend. I really am. Is he- is he going to help me make pickles? Is... We might have a guest coming on who would definitely want to talk about food and, and plants pickles. and possibly pickles. Pickles. And pickles. I will have to, I have to DM him and ask him how he feels about it. How do you feel about pickles? How do you feel about pickles, dude? Are you in? <laughs> 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 if I, uh, you know, I, I wish I knew him just slightly better because I feel like I could actually DM, DM him now and just be like, how do you feel about pickles? Are you in? <laughs> and he, he might be able to answer that. Like, <laughs> he might be able to like, tell me more. 
All right. So taking us out once again is going to be Antipole with their song All For Nothing. Just kind of like how this podcast uh, today feels like I've just it's just a weird day. Uh, tornadoes and et cetera, et cetera. But stay spooky. Don't die. But if you do, definitely contact us. If you could contact us by writing amazing comments on my Instagram post about my cat. Oh my god, you and your fucking cat. I will fight you to the fucking death. He is my love. Yeah.